It's time for Cats Talk Wednesday. Small town and big city joined forces. Vinnie Hardy of Lynch, Kentucky, and Terry Brown of Louisville, Kentucky, team up to give you free-flowing, laid-back sports talk. Focus on Kentucky Wildcats, as well as pertinent information in the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. What's up, everybody? Cats Talk Wednesday. Terry TV Brown, Vinny Hardy. We on that stretch from summertime where we're waiting for football to start, TB. NBA is over. Yeah, here man. We here we go. That It seems like forever. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that bad now. You know, get through July and August and see what's going on with the training camps and whatever. And next thing you know, it'll be football and it'll be fall and this year be over. And we'll be like, where did it go? I can't believe because I was doing some stuff at my work, uh, doing a couple of weeks out, and I'm like, "Well, that's July, right? Like, we right here at it, you know, uh, with Father's Day this weekend and a couple of weeks for the Fourth of July." And so, you know, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I know we got to re- we got to recap the uh, the NBA Finals mm-hmm. and the. Uh... Super regional didn't go like we or Katie Jasinski would have hoped. We yeah. came on. Uh, great season by baseball. Uh, 40 wins. LSU was just better. It was a little sketchy with all that start time on Saturday or whatever. I don't know what they were trying to do with all that. That was weird. That was that was a little that was a little weird to start till to nine. Around. Yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, yo, LSU, uh, they're cream of the crop. So it's mm. one of those things you say, hey, we gave our best effort. We did everything we could do. And so um, so you do that. LSU is just better. And Florida yeah. was just better than uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. So LSU got six, seven titles. They expect to go to Omaha every year. It's been second, second super regional ever. So, you know, the they're blue blood, if you will, the baseball. And, yeah. and now, now the thing is to see uh, Coach Mend has been here before. He was here in his first year, and now he's here again. Just, you know, step, build on this and, you know, how you build going forward and, and you know, get talent and recruit and all that. Because uh, there was a few little years where it didn't work out like you'd hoped. But uh, now he's been in this position again and, you know, learn from your first time and go from there. And he's a friend of this show. I didn't get to talk to him. You did. I had phone issues. But he came over here and chopped it up with you. And yeah, appreciate that. And I, I know you saw the picture. It was a, it was a picture taken by a friend of the show, Jeff Drummond, of Coach Mingion and Keith Madison after they won the Super Regional during his press conference. And I was just like, that's pretty cool. That you know, friend of the show taking a picture of two friends of the show. And the fact that Coach Menz is still embraces and is cool having Coach Madison around, there's no animosity and no why you you know looking over his shoulder. He he like is glad to have Coach Menz on. And we've seen new coach you know bristle up and not really be cool with the former coach, and that's not what's going on with those two. So that's that's cool. No, and it's good uh, for Kentucky uh, baseball. You'd love to see. That it's kind of uh, very much what uh, Coach Cal had d- did with uh, Joe B. Hall toward mm-hmm. the end of Joe B. Hall's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 
you know, before Guy Moore's pass, you know, he was brought into a football practice. It's okay uh, yeah. to reach out to those that have kind of paved the way. So uh, cats look great. I think this is one of those things you got to build momentum. Uh, yeah. I mean, the SEC is just tough. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's whatever you think about SEC football, SEC baseball might be even more tough. Uh-huh. I mean, I'd have to look at it, but I would think that as many or probably more uh, uh, SEC baseball teams have won the College World Series uh, than football teams have won national championships. I mean, Mississippi uh-huh. schools, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Florida, LSU. Yeah. Um, LSU got more baseball titles than football titles. So. Right. <laughs> well, that was that was my welcome to uh, college baseball at SEC level was my freshman year, uh, you know, the old baseball stadium would park back behind the doors, behind the, you know, the high rises. I think that was like R3 lot or whatever. So me and some friends are coming out and we see LSU like uh, RVs kind of, you know, close to uh, Nutter Fieldhouse and everything. I'm like, and they were coming to watch LSU play baseball. That's how they travel for college baseball. So just to let you know, it's a little bit different in the SEC. So, uh, yeah, so tip my hat to LSU. Uh, they were you know, the, the better team. There's, there's just not a whole lot you can say about that. Uh, but the NBA Finals, <laughs> this is why I absolutely hate the online discourse when it comes to basketball. No, I'm convinced most of these folks aren't even fans of the NBA. One, some one account I follow, uh, it's got a pretty good following. Uh, just said, you know, picture the Nuggets. You know, this is who they beat to win it. Mm-hmm. The, the eight seed, the you know, uh, four seed in the seventh seed, and then the eighth seed, he. This is not the NCAA tournament. And even if it was, it doesn't matter. Nope. As I tweeted out, look, a championship is a championship is a championship. Did you win each series along the way? Yes. Then you are the champion. Mm-hmm. Period. And so what happens is you get a lot of these people with the, I don't want to call them dumb. I, I think that's too much, but they've got these agendas and it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of taken a page from, uh, I saw a little clip of that first take. Most of what I see of that first take show is against my wills. I'm scrolling Twitter or something. <laughs> and you got Stephen A. Smith who, whatever, but the other guy, mad dog, the, the Russo, Russo, yeah, yeah. The... Could this team beat the '86 Celtics? Who gives a damn? Like that's not the metric of anything. Yeah. Like I'll be the first one to say you've got outlier champions. I've said that about Toronto, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh yeah, Toronto did win. That, that, that's an outlier championship, but that's not mm-hmm. dimension that they beat who they beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what has happened is, uh. The only titles that seem to count for anybody are Michael Jordan's. <laughs> six for six, right? Six for six. 
But then everybody else that wins, there's an asterisk. Your Rockets. Well, Michael was playing baseball. Okay. Like, was the league supposed to, like, were other teams competing to win? Exactly. Yes. It counts. Well, you know, the, the bubble championship. Were other teams playing to win the championship? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you go back through all the champions in every sport, right, there's no little, you know, it's the who won, who lost. You don't get a rundown of the circumstances on how they won. That's not, that's not how it works, right? Like, as a fan of a team, I can tell you right now, in 1989, when the uh, uh, Pistons beat the Lakers, Magic, Scott, James Worthy all got hurt in the Western Conference Finals. Is, is that anywhere to be found? Now, as a fan, I can be like, yeah, that sucked because we weren't 100%. But there's no caveat to that. Mm-hmm. It it went. It, it's it's the same. I've seen people try to you know with Patrick Mahomes. A lot of Bengals fans. Well, you know he beat head to head. He beat Jimmy G in that one Super Bowl. There's no caveat to that. You beat who you beat. Like I don't understand it. I mean, who Jimmy G beat to get to that Super Bowl? Dak and whoever else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's, so for the winner. None of that's the winner's fault. Whatever everybody says about none of that's Denver's fault. None of that in 2019 was Toronto's fault, even though Clay and KD and all them got hurt. None of that stuff was the Pistons' fault when Magic. I remember Arsenio Hall making fun of Magic when he pulled that hamstring. Yeah, it broke broke my heart. Magic was indestructible, man. So uh, 12 year old TB was going through it. You Mm -hmm. know, I was I was remembering being mad. You know, yeah. Um, But but that's the thing is especially the NBA, it's like we, 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 we have all these talking points. Does this dude have a bag? What does that mean? You don't have to have a bag to be a dominant player, right? That's what these young kids try to knock Shaq on. All he did was dunk because nobody could stop it, right? Mm-hmm. So this season, Denver was the best team all year. There was never a point during the playoffs where they had to really dig deep. And I don't mean, you know, that it was easy, but, you know, I I think when they lost to Miami, that was the first time they had lost at home in the playoffs. I mean, they went 16-4. and Mm -hmm. 2-2 against Phoenix was the only trouble. You know, up up 2-0 and you let it slip. Right. That, that was my thing. I was like, okay, well, now they're up two on the Lakers. What are they going to learn from their last experience? And, and they did, and, and they did right because they're just a, a great team. And and we can try to rationalize. Well, you know, they didn't have to play Philly. Philly should have beat Miami or Boston. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like like you play who you play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just dominant. Now, also conversely to that. Uh, Djokovic, this is why I have a tough time falling in love with Djokovic because the people that love him really, really love him and they come out with some ridiculous stuff. (laughs) Like he's a top two or three center. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Like, what do we do? Because one graphic, I'm like, where's Moses Malone? Moses Malone got three MVPs, 
right? Only like three people have more than he's got. Mm. He's equal mm. with Bird and Magic. He was a finals MVP. Right now, his resume is as good as Jokovic. Yeah. Maybe yeah, a little yeah. bit better, right? Mm -hmm. But my my we gotta stop this. Djokovic or Jovi, jo Djokovic, 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 yeah. I need to make sure I'm saying it right. Djokovic. I don't want his family yet coming after me. Djokovic. <laughs> Djokovic. Yeah. I'm throwing uh -huh. in a V. I'm throwing an extra silver you, in there. You do it. You throwing in the tennis player. What's the yeah, name? Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker. Uh -huh. Djokovic. He's fantastic on the offensive end. But when we start talking about all-time greats, you have to look at complete body of work. As good as uh, the Joker is offensively, if I am selecting my Mount Rushmore, my top defensive players, us big men, they could give you a bucket and they would shut off the paint defensively. Like he was, uh, Jovich was not top 50 in blocks this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And probably so, never will be. Right. And, <laughs> and I get it. That is my only, when we start ranking these all time greats, you're splitting hairs really. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, can you do it on both ends? That's always the conversation with, with Mike, uh, Michael Jordan is he was MVP defensive player of the year. You know, he was all defense as much as he was all NBA. Yeah. Scoring Kobe, titles and locking people up. Yeah. Kobe was that way, right? Mm -hmm. That that's why we give Scottie Pippen, I think offensively he could do a lot of things. It was not great, but it was his defensive versatility. Mm -hmm. So when I look at big men, yes, your 20s and 10s. That's fantastic. That's great, right? That's awesome. It's great to see. But are you a dude where the other team avoids the paint? Mm -hmm. And that's to me why I put right now, he could change, right? Maybe. But that would be my differentiation because Wilt was a defensive force. Bill Russell was a defensive force. Mm -hmm. Shaq was a defensive force. Your man, Hakeem, was a defensive force. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't just if you got to the paint, you got to lay it. And, again, splitting hairs. I'm not trying to be a hater because I think he's a phenomenal basketball player. But when you start jumping to these all-time greats... Like, if you... If you... <coughs> Like I said in in the nineties about football, Kentucky offensively and Vanderbilt defensively, you would have had a competent SEC squad. Because, <laughs> you know Vanderbilt couldn't score to save their life, and Kentucky couldn't stop anybody. I'm talking, you know, late nineties. You, you you combine them, okay, they can compete. Jokic and Matumbo, if you combine them, then you got an all time center on both because Matumbo offensively. Not great, and Jokic defensively, not great. Now, if if you were to combine them, both of them, you know, you know, lovable all-time favorite Denver big men, 
then you can, you know, put them up and, there on that Mount Rushmore. And, and I'm not a hater. Maybe I am a hater, but that's just me. All those great centers defensively shut things down. Mm-hmm. He is and, not protecting the rim. That's not and, his thing. And 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 this this thing is we remember, and I know you remember Hakeem taking David Robinson's MVP personally, right? <laughs> I think we've talked about that, where Kenny Smith was like, "Yeah, he took it personal, right?" <laughs> but defensively, he gave Robinson problems. If you watch like whole clips of that, that yeah, there's the dream shake. There's that infamous where he's got Robinson not knowing if he's going or coming. But defensively is what happened. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the difference when I am making my all-time list. That's and, and David was great. Great. Change the game, run the floor, athleticism. Offensively, he was kind of, I mean, he, he hit the little jumper. He, uh, not a real go-to. I mean, you know, he didn't have like a trusty little jump hook. Uh, if you... So he, you can frustrate him, like you said. Like, offensively, I mean, he's better than Matumbo, but he what, what helped David? Yeah. What helped David Robinson was he was left-handed. Yes, and that was the point. You know, anytime you, you're guard, you yeah, know. you're going against someone left-handed. It's just it's different. Mm-hmm. So that and that is probably my one knock on Steph. Right? Is defensively, yeah, can he impact the game? Mm-hmm. And and so you're giving me all this offensive stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that's great. But when we start listing out the elite of the elite, it's complete game. Because we know there's a lot of dudes offensively, go get your buckets, right? Jamal Crawford, love watching that dude play. I wish I love anything as much as Jamal Crawford loves shooting a basketball, right? <laughs> you know, uh, 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 your, your man uh, – uh, King down from Tennessee, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, Bernard King. Bernard yeah. King, yeah. You know, <laughs> could put up buckets, but no one is putting the, you know, that's mm-hmm. only part of it, right? Mm-hmm. The elite of the elite. And when you start talking about the guys that are in everybody's top 10, Magic, the magical thing was he was a 6'9 point guard. So that in itself was enough to be defensively problematic, right? Yeah. Uh, but Michael, who we talked about. You know, LeBron, right? Probably his his signature play to me is that chase down block mm-hmm. in 2016. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that to me is that LeBron moment defensively. And, of course, we know what Kareem did defensively. So that to me is how I start listing these guys is not just offensively, but complete game, what did you do? And so, uh, Jokic and Denver, great. They're champions, deserving champions. Even, I don't even know what undeserving means. Did you win it, <laughs> right? So they won it. Uh, former cat, Jamal Murray. Oh, man. Uh, he took, when I tweeted out in 2020 that he was a dude I forgot about, you know, just watching the NBA, I'm like, oh, yeah, he did go to UK. And and like that's when he had like back to back fifty point games against uh, uh, Utah. Utah. And I was like, I guess he took that personal. And he's been on a tear, you know, since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, injured for a little bit, came back. Uh, fantastic, 
Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted out, maybe I put on, but I covered his press conference uh, when he was declaring for the draft mm-hmm. and his dad was there. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking and getting set up and his dad's talking to a bunch of media people. And his dad was just talking about how proud he was of his son. The hard work is paying off. And this was less than a year, months after I'd lost my dad. And I just thought that was a very good moment to hear the pride that Jamal Murray's dad had for his son in that moment. So mm-hmm. I always think about that. And um, probably Jamal Murray, he's one of those guys you kind of forget about, right? When we have, we've had flashier players, mm-hmm. right? That, that come through under Cal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know Malik Monk has the higher score, it scored more points. Um, during his one season, but Malik was just coming bunches. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of single digit scoring nights, but he would make up for it. Here's 47. You know, he would make up for it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know if we've had a better guard. Just, Hey, you're getting 18 to 25 every night. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have said that for a long time that Jamal Murray's that dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, so, you mentioned his dad and, he mentioned his dad from the podium getting the trophy the other night, you know, my coming back and the injury and all and my, my dad's right there. Yeah. The same thing. So I was, you know, I was, it was good to hear that too. Same thing. Like you said, with when you saw his dad in Lexington, it just, it just stuck with me and I'm like wiping my eyes. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, you know, especially with father's day coming and uh, you know, dads matter, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about it before your dad, my dad, not just legends to us, but legends like other people. I still go back to Louisville. I'm still Major Brown's boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, you still Melvin's boy when you yeah, go back when yeah, you go little, back home? But still little Melvin when you even when you grown, you know. Right, little, right. Little Melvin. That's little, the older people. That go little Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm named after him. I'm the third. So yeah. So yeah. you know, uh so it, just watching him and, and remembering about his Jamal Murray's dad, seeing what he's talking about, just you know, with Father's Day coming up, you know, I miss my dad, you miss your dad, dad's count. So, there's that. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't gonna get all misty, maybe later. But, uh, <laughs> another thing though about the Nuggets, you know, people, how do you rank this one, two, you know, Murray and Jokic? Slow down, <laughs> slow down. They just got one title. Mm-hmm. Will they win five or six more? Maybe, but let it simmer, man. Because I can't remember who I was text or tweeting about. You know, this person again. I'm a Lakers fan, so take this for what it is. I don't know if I would take Jokic and Murray over the three or four Lakers duos. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> am I going with uh, Mike and George Mike and Clyde Lovellette that won four titles in Minneapolis? Am I going with Baylor and West? I know they won just the one title. Well, not even with Baylor. He, he retired. No, but believe. they had all those finals in a row. It, West and Chamberlain. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they won, you know, 33 games in a row and all this kind of stuff. Do I go with Magic and Kareem? 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Is, is it is it Kobe and Shaq? Is it Co- Kobe and Powell went to three mm-hmm. straight finals and went back to back? At the up until this point, you know, LeBron and AD won a title. Yeah, they did. They have. So you know, <laughs> I understand we want to jump to the next big thing, but I'm like, hey, let's just see how it works, right? Let's mm-hmm. just see. And I know they all under contract, the core five and all that. And I, I heard Mike Malone already talking about we're not satisfied. And I, I saw this with your Lakers when, you know, they had won two in a row. And before Pat Riley could say three, Kareem, Kareem covered his mouth. So hey, so stuff changes. The, the roles change. The dynamic. And I've been fussing about that ever since we we've been on here. You know, because. We came on here a couple years after the 2012 championship, and nobody lets anything simmer. You move on, you know, the buzzer sounds. The Like I like to say, the banner isn't even done swaying, and we already move on to, oh, the next recruiting class, oh, repeat, and the same thing now. As soon as Denver, the buzzer, you know, uh, the parade hasn't even happened yet. It's Denver a dynasty, or – they beat trash teams. One or the other. It's it's. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, the team won a championship. Uh, you bask in it for a little bit, and you get to and 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 you move on. Uh, yeah. They haven't even went on Jimmy Kimmel, and Good Morning America, all that, all this. They ain't even done the media stuff yet, and all that. Well, and, and the parade tomorrow, and we already talking about a dynasty, or they only beat an eight seed and a four seed on the blah blah blah. It's, it's, well, and the thing is, look, I'm very well aware when the Lakers of the 80s were dominant, the Western Conference wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm well aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to pretend that because when you think of the 80s, you think of the Lakers, then you think of the Celtics, you think of, you know, the Pistons, yeah. you think of the Sixers, yep. and even Milwaukee, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the Hawks. So you had five teams. Mm-hmm that at least would make it work. So I'm well aware the Lakers benefited playing in a, the Western Conference. But y'all didn't y'all didn't know the Dame it. Y'all didn't just walk through the West and then get smoked in the finals. You know Notre right. Dame Notre Dame come in 12 and 0. Oh yeah. And Alabama up 49 to 3 after the first quarter. The right. Lakers still competed. The Lakers won more titles than I mean Magic beat Larry head to head with 2 to 1. Uh, three to one, whatever it three, was. I think three, three to one. Well, yeah, three to one. Three so to one, yeah. the Lakers still, so the West was weak. Okay, but you still came and held your own against that tough, rugged battle test. Whoever came out of East, you know, well, was 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 tough and and ready and been through the wars. And y'all still, y'all held your own. Right, and and you know, people have said, you know, my the, my forty ers of the eighties, the NFC West was hot garbage. <laughs> You know, so yeah, it does help when you got to play the Cardinals and you get to play, you know, the Saints. <laughs> Atlanta back then too. <laughs> was trash, right? And, and so, Chris Chandler and whoever. And, and, and so, you know, that, so your Cowboys have to go through the NFC East and the Niners have to go through the NFC West. Yes, it was different, right? Mm-hmm. But both teams were so good. That's why when you know playing during the regular season meant something to get home field advantage. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm well aware of all that. But again, 
when you win a championship, there's no, well, here's a snapshot of what happened. It doesn't matter, right? Like, it doesn't matter. You win a championship, it does not matter. Um, you know, I, I, I've, I've said forever, you know, I've talked about the 98 cats. You know, mm-hmm. I think people devalue that, if if that's even the right word, is because what the Duke game stands out, right? Mm-hmm. Because of you know the comeback, yeah, you know Christian Leitner, all that kind of stuff. But the last two games were really, really good. Overtime in the uh, uh, national semifinal and the biggest halftime deficit ever overcoming a championship game. Mm-hmm. But because it was Stanford and Utah, <laughs> you know, and then you have to tell the young people. Stanford and Utah were really, really good the 90s. <laughs> so, so, but it's just one of those things. Um, anyway, uh, I tip my hat to Denver. Uh, mm-hmm. Enjoy it, Nuggets fans. Enjoy it. Uh, I wish more sports fans would enjoy the championship. Yeah. I'm because a... they're rare. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing is, you have to ask yourself, why am I a sports fan? What am I here for? Mm-hmm. I want my team to win all the time. That's not going to happen. Am I just here for the championships? Right? Is that what I'm here for? Well, even if you're a Yankees fan or a Lakers fan or, you know, I don't know who's won a lot of Stanley Cubs. So I have to ask Craig about that. Yeah, Montreal got a bunch. Yeah. Seemed like the Canadians used to win a lot. I don't know. Yeah, but even if you probably Boston too, Bruins, I don't know. Yeah, even if you're one of those teams, there's still more not championships than championships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think as sports fans, what do you ask for? You ask for your team to compete. To yeah. give to give their best whether it's the front office, getting the roster together, whatever it is, you want them to at least try. Mm-hmm. And that's really all you can ask. You know, as most Lakers fans, sensible Lakers fans, looked at this here, again, we thought we were dead in the water. Right. Right? That great start, and yeah. On, on, on MLK Day, I thought we were dead in the water. I was like, all right. <laughs> and and the and the trades, I'll be honest, they didn't move me. I'm like Rui Hachimura, okay, you know, all right, you know, mm-hmm. Jared Vanderbilt, oh, all right, you know, okay, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the end of the Western Conference Finals, like the Lakers did everything they could do. Denver's just better. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that's what you want as a fan. You know, I you know, Kentucky fans, I understand we want to win all the time. But can you be, you know, disappointed because we went 38 and one? But I'm like, that team maxed out what they could do. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing about Cal is very few of his teams have I have you could you objectively step back and be like, they probably could have done a little bit more. I mean, St. Peter's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe last year's team, you know. 
I thought K-State was a toss-up. But, you know, the Brandon Knight team, they made the final four. Like, that that was as much as you could expect out of those folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, just you know, but, come but up a little bit it, short. Right. And what, you know, what are, we, what are you here for? You know, my 49ers, like I've told you before, NFC Championship game, when you got Christian McCaffrey putting the quarterback radio in his helmet, <laughs> I mean, what? A, <laughs> that's a wrap. Like, okay. Sometimes yeah. it's just not your day, you know. Yeah. And it's okay to say that. Like, sometimes it, it ain't happening. I saw a Kittle interview. I meant to send it to you. I had to find it and send it to you because they – you know, talking about that and you know, getting ready for the season. I was like, I gotta send that to send that to TB. So I had to, I had to text it to you. But yeah, that's you know, he he may you know he's he's a likable dude, man. I can't stand the team he plays for, but he's a he's a likable dude. He yeah, he his, not like uh, George Kittle. And and, and his wife, he met his wife at uh, at Iowa. She mm. played basketball. I have to look. She did something. At uh, at Iowa, and so yeah, he's a fun loving guy. He's the people's tight end. I know everybody likes Kelsey <laughs> out in uh, uh, Kansas City, but give me give me George Kittle. I got to circle back to we we was talking, you know, before we started the finals, we talked college baseball <clears throat> and the Cats and you know Carolina and all that. But um, and now I'm a big LSU fan because they play Tennessee next. So I'm, I'm LSU just put us out, but I'm I'm all. Bayou Bengals now. I don't know if I watch any of it, but I hope <laughs> whoever I, th- I don't know if it's double elimination or what, just get Tennessee up out of there. Um, but gotta tip the cap to Mizzou. We we've had uh you know Nate Northington on here for integrating the SEC, Perry Wallace and Vanderbilt integrating SEC basketball. Mizzou made the first hire of a black coach, Carrick Jackson is the new Mizzou baseball coach and saw some of his presser. And he was of course, very emotional from the 901. He, he uh, was assistant coach uh, at Memphis. Okay. okay. Before this. So yeah, we got to bring the 901 into it. Yeah. So congratulations (laughs) to him and tip your cap to, and we love to, to dog Mizzou, especially in football for, you know, they try, they kind of, Maybe they kind of view Kentucky as a rivalry, and it gets chippy, especially you go out there. Their DB last year talked about how he hated to see that blue and, and all that kind of stuff. But Kentucky, you know, they came in hot and, you know, won the East and all that kind of stuff. But Kentucky has kind of seized control of the series, so we poke fun of Mizzou and, and especially football. But get him, get him full credit for this hire because Absolutely. nobody else in the SEC had done it, and it's 2023. And they've been playing baseball a long time in this conference. So. The, the, the thing about Missouri, it doesn't seem to fit the SEC. Mm-hmm. I know we're bringing in Oklahoma and Texas, but Texas is the South. Yeah. And Oklahoma is Texas has had. So, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Missouri's it feels more Big Ten, Big 12. It just feels that way. Mm-hmm. Speaking of just said Texas is like playing Kentucky in 2024. Just so there that is. Are we playing at Texas? I don't know. I just I just glanced it because I had SEC Network on and it has Texas 2024 opponents, Kentucky, Mississippi State. I'm not oh, sure. I'm not sure yes. if they come. Are they coming to Lexington? Are they? No, we going to we're, 
we're going to Austin. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, I, yeah, I don't know when those Texas teams are coming here because Texas A&M hasn't come yet. So <laughs> I'm confused. Some people are saying we're going to Texas or we're going – okay. I don't know. Okay, Kentucky will head to Austin, Texas in 2024 to face – okay, I see more people saying we're going to – Oh, yeah. To Texas, yeah. horns down, baby. Middle of the season, they get. I don't know if this is in order. <laughs> we get they get us after Georgia. So, at Arkansas, unless it's just SEC. Never mind. Maybe that's not in order. But I, I for the old school sake, Texas playing Texas A and M. Finally, they should have never stopped because you know that Friday after Thanksgiving. Pre-SEC, that was fun to watch. You had, I remember old Dat Win used to play for the Cowboys for Texas A&M. Ricky Williams for Texas. That was a yeah. fun game to watch. So glad yeah, they finally that, getting to play. A&M had Dante Hall and all that kind of stuff. A&M's <laughs> still weird, man. Like, <laughs> I'm a, I might root for him a game or two, but A&M's still weird. It's mm-hmm. still a weird place. And it's not that far from Houston. How can it be that weird when Houston is just right down the road? What? what? I don't know, but I've, I've never yeah. been. Never been, but I don't. Mm-hmm. You never been where to Houston? To College Station. Why the hell would you go to College Station? I've mean, <laughs> never been to Houston either, but, <laughs> but I, I don't. I mean, I haven't been down there for a game or nothing. Or no, I haven't I, seen the town. Haven't looked and seen the because for it's myself. Far. But Texas yeah. is just far, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, no offense I, to the BS3 Network family because they all down there from Texas. We mean no, we no, mean no but shade. Texas just big. But I'm like, why would you go to College Station, Texas? <laughs> I mean, for a game, would you you go for a football game if they went back, right? If you had to, if you know, it worked out to go, would you go for that to see the weirdness up close? Sure, why not? Yeah, it, it'd yeah. be it, it'd be like an anthropology study. Like, look at these weirdos. And that stadium yeah. remind me of y'all's. That remind me of Levi's. It's like it's just straight up. Yeah. Not not back, just right on the field, and the, but yeah. I, I I still have to thank the 49ers uh, marketing team to keep sending me information on uh, if I want to get a skybox because uh, Super Bowls included. Yeah, you know I don't know what you who what brown y'all think this is. Jump on that. <laughs> well, didn't you make that Twitter feed? I did. Well, I that's did. why that's why you on the mailing list. You you and your lovely wife. She's, you know, a Cub celebrity on Twitter. You're making the rounds with the Niners, so y'all. That's just how y'all roll, and you know. So of course they're gonna send you that. They're gonna send. They're gonna tweet you out dancing with your Jay Rice jersey. They're gonna tweet her out, you know, throwing shade at the Cardinals or whatever. That's how y'all do it. She she's all in on the 49ers. Hmm. Uh, Kittle helped nudge her over. So she's she's a, a 49ers fan. And plus, she just likes the way they, they, they play offense. We're just going to smack you in the face for, <laughs> for 20 minutes and see what happens. She likes Trent Williams, too, ever since he picked up that one dude for uh, the Eagles and tossed him around like a rag doll. <laughs> like, <laughs> Trent Williams is a big human being. Yes, fair. Like, he's at that, yeah, he just, yeah, he's a big human being. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she's, she's all in uh, on the Niners, so there you go. Got her on the Niners. She's got me on the Cubs a little bit. So it makes, makes it work. That's it. She ain't. She's not joining the BBN. She's like y'all people are weird. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Mm. Because I don't know if I said uh, 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 told you about this. 
every day. We're, do, we're doing dinner, finished up. This is what she asked me every day. What are Kentucky fans mad about today? <laughs> what are they mad about today? We talked about it before the show. What are they mad about today? Because Kyle doesn't know what he's doing. The, and the <laughs> reason she asked me is because, one, they're always angry about something. That's yeah, number one. Exactly. And, and she explains it. Two, it never relates. What they're mad about Wednesday will have nothing to do with what they're mad about on Thursday. <laughs> and then Friday definitely won't have anything to do with the previous days. So you're right. That's why I forget who it was. If if the roster hadn't been intact for months, they'd have it'd been something else to fuss about. You know, so, it's like if the roster was loaded and and the cupboard was fully stocked, it'd have been something else. So it's how but, it is. People were upset before the 38-1 season because the regular season of 2014 was so bad, right? And we're bringing in, like, people, like, again, every single day, what are Kentucky fans mad about? And I can give her something. She needs to make a website. You know, you know the, the DukeLose.com? What are UK fans mad about.com? And then it just be a plethora of topics. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it's just like, are they really mad about that? Yeah, you know. So, but the thing is, and let me just say, some of it I think is justified. Like LSU yanking the starting times for the Super Regional. Yeah, that, that to me was pretty justified. Sketchy. Uh, that's justified anger. When but, Keith Madison tweets out sunny skies, hey, that's yeah, all I need to right. see, man. <laughs> so I don't mean to say that it uh, – but a lot of it is just like, are y'all mad about that for real? I'm like, I ain't mad about nothing. Because, you know, it's like we were talking about with the with basketball, the NBA earlier. You should be able to have nuanced discussions about things. Mm-hmm. To say that the program, the Kentucky men's basketball program, is in complete disarray is not fair statement. You've got the number one class coming in. So it can't be a complete disarray while also having the concern of you need more than seven or eight bodies. Yeah. That's a legitimate concern, Mm -hmm. but you can have nuance, right? Uh, Does Cal need to change some of the things he does? Yeah, probably. We all need to adapt. At your job, you got to adapt. Being a dad, you got to adapt. Being Mm -hmm. a husband, you got to, like, it's not revelatory to be like, well, you got to change. Yeah, that's kind of how this goes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I just you should be able to have a little nuance. Yes, it's dumb to try to run a Hall of Fame coach out of town. Right? Unless things have completely fallen off. Right? Mm-hmm. Two, yes, the last three postseasons have not gone the way we thought or we wanted. Mm-hmm. No one is arguing that it is okay. And that's the thing that gets me is like, you think this is okay? No one is saying losing to St. Peter's, one NCAA win over three seasons. No, no one is okay with that. Mm-hmm. Well, some people, who? Who, who, is, who is making that argument? I don't know. Not one person is like, it's great, man. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, you know, it was great. When I was in college, we went to back to, you know, three straight championship <laughs> games. That was great. Mm-hmm. You know, like... No one's making the argument that this is okay. 
So there's that. Well, if, you, if you're not upset, then you don't care. Man, yes, I care. I want Kentucky to win everything. Right? So there's that aspect of it. You should be able to have nuanced discussions about this stuff. But that's nuance is gone if it was ever around to have nuanced discussions about things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. SEC tweeting out those schedules now. So, yeah. Kentucky at Austin, <clears throat> 2024. But, yeah, that's – I can see on the outside looking in why why Kate would be like, no, nah, I'm just going – I'm just going – I just got too much trepidation to, to bleed well, blue with y'all. Well, I can see that. Well, she's a Cubs fan. She's like, there's only so much of this I can take. <laughs> and so when she was in school, uh, in college, you know, she said she was – you know, she had – kind of was rooting because she was up in Minneapolis. So she was rooting for the Vikings. And in the late 90s, those were fun teams, right? Yeah. Chris Carter and uh she caught me all going. We were talking about it. She, you know, was, you know, she ran down all the Vikings uh stars they had at that point. I was like, oh yeah, they had some really good she's like the guy with the eye black, John Randall. Yeah, him like yeah. so uh mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing about the the Vikings is they're just good enough to break your heart. You know, Morton Anderson. That was Morton, Gary Anderson. No, Morton. Which maybe was Morton with the Saints forever. Yeah, Gary. Gary Anderson, yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. missing that field goal mm. against the uh, the uh, uh, Falcons. Atlanta. Yeah. Now <laughs> I can, the Falcons had to just get the dirty bird into the thing. Uh, they had home field. They were in Minnesota. They had home yeah. field. Yeah, fifteen and one or something crazy. The highest scoring <laughs> offense we had seen to that point. And, oh. you know, they're just good enough to get it up. You know, and then the one year they make it and they get smoked by the Giants. Like 41 nothing or something yeah. like that. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm a Cubs fan. There's only so much of this I can take. Because, mm-hmm. man, Cubs fans going through it, man. Oh, right now? Yeah, man. Like, oh, well, since the – Cubs fans the- are going through it, man. That's why I talk about it. I can't be a, a, a diehard baseball fan. That's miserable. Well, hey, they they should just take joy that the Cardinals are in last place. So maybe that, that's they're bring, yeah, that's bringing them joy is the Cardinals <laughs> not being very good. I told you, there's no hate like NFC East hate and NL Central hate. I've never ever seen it. And trying to explain to people, I was like, seriously, seriously, like your team may have a rival and whatever the sport is, but none of those teams like each other. They're all rivals. Mm-hmm. And it's all this thing. I don't even know where this originated from. It's like, it's not enough for me uh, to win. Both of us just need to lose. Like, like we both go, we like, we all going to lose. Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's petty. It's deep seated. It's, yeah. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, the the Giants aren't, I maybe dislike them the least. I don't have as much whatever to them. But, but you know, the commanders, and the Eagles, that's never going away. And the Giants can ramp up when they're good. I mean, you know, when and it's you got to go through that. Like when they they came to Dallas and and ruined a good season. You know, one of them wild card Super Bowl runs. They Cowboys at home field. So I mean, wasn't like you like to say that wasn't great. So yeah. <laughs> that wasn't ideal because you know Dallas thirteen and three, a lot better, and then get punked, got punked. In the new, it was pretty. It's still new. The new stadium got you know, 
So when that happens, you know, you know, the animosity goes up, but the commanders and the Eagles, it stays, it stays on 10 with them. Because I follow a lot of NFC East fans, Washington, Dallas, uh, the Giants, and, and Philadelphia, and they just – it's half supporting your team. It's the <laughs> other half taking down whichever <laughs> NFC East team is, pops up. Yeah. I, I've, I've not seen anything like it except for the NL Central. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now the Reds trying to get a little cocky with this new kid coming up here and setting records and – you know, coming out of Louisville and was was knocking the snot out of the ball with the bats yeah. and running from first to third in two seconds and hitting home runs over the seat like Paul Bunyan up there, man. He's crazy. Well, Dela Cruz or whatever, he's I, taking the game by storm right now. Yeah, well, I'm not a Cincinnati fan, so <laughs> that's got nothing to do with NL uh, Central. I'm uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with Cincinnati, not the Bengals, and not the uh, not the Reds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, Milwaukee. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, I they're guess they have first. Who's who's leading? The Pirates are respectable for once. I, I, I think the I think the Brewers are, are leading. Oh okay. All right. So the because C- Cubs fan note uh, apparently the only. Uh, no hitter thrown in Milwaukee at the stadium was by uh, Carlos Zambrano. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> a blast from the past right there. Right. But, and that's the thing is, honestly, if you, if you gave me some time, I don't know if I could name all of the teams in the Pacific Division that the Lakers play. Hmm. I don't think I could do it. Pittsburgh's in first, by the way, right now. Wow. Pittsburgh's in first. A game and a half ahead of Milwaukee. Which is, you're right. This division is sorry. 34 and 31 is leading this division. <laughs> it's one of those somebody's got to get in, right? It's, it's like that one year, the NFC East, the Seahawks won it at 7 and 9, and then like yeah. got to host a playoff game. Come on, man. Hey, the Cubs only five and a half out. They win a series. They'd be in first place next week. They, you know, all hope ain't lost, Kate. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I've just never seen an ownership squander a championship like, yeah. like Cubs ownership. Yeah, that was because not saying they were going to win four in a row, but that, that was a squad. They had a squad built. They broke the curse. It's great. And here I just said, enjoy it with Kentucky, and they want to move on. They should have been contending and then enjoying it longer than what they did. It like it dried up and ended real quick. They actively tore it down. Now, see, it was just like what happened. This is what I like about the Marlins. The Marlins, like, we're going to be good. We're going to try two times in our franchise history. We're actually going to try two times, and then they win two. Unbelievable. And then as soon as it's over, we're done. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you remember way back when, when they won in '97, Wayne Heisinger, who owned the Dolphins forever, like didn't re- like. I don't know how you accidentally buy a, a major league baseball team, but like wanted to get rid. Like you know, like, ah, I don't want to. Like, so they kind of won in spite of him. <laughs> like the movie was a major league. Major league. Like, 
they are actively trying to sell the team as they're going to the World Series. So, uh, but I, I've just not seen anything. And the thing is, do you have to keep everybody? No, but do you need to have a fire sale and get rid of everybody related to the championship within like two or three years? And that's what's so weird. The Cubs been selling out every day for years before the we look, we old enough to remember when they put lights in there and they was selling out before that. It was you come home from school, you know, the Braves come on CBS at 305, the Cubs coming on channel nine, Steve Stone and Harry Carey, and it sold out Andre Dawson and Mark Grace and Ryan Sandberg and Leon Durham and Lee Smith and Shawan Dunson, S H A W O N. I look, Kate, I know I remember that squad almost as good as she. I mean, we saw them every day. I wasn't a Cubs fan, but I knew, knew them every day. And they were selling out, and then they build bleachers on top of skyscrapers from across the street, and they add this and they add that. Revenue been coming in for and, 40 years. And and that's the thing too is we've talked about before we you know earlier. You want your team to win, and that starts with the front office. Don't cry poverty to me. This is what I hate about. You know, we were talking about with Jr. with these with the the, the bands, the ribbons on the uh, new collective bargaining agreement in the, in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If you want to win, pay your team like. Don't penalize me because I want to pay. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't penalize me because I want to pay my players mm-hmm. more than you're willing to pay. Yeah. That's the, the, the thing about, you know, baseball is your team can pay this. They don't want to, but they could. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad because, you know, way back when George Steinbrenner was throwing around contracts like he was in Vegas, uh, let your team do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, that's uh, that makes sense, and they they should be angry. They they shouldn't be going through it like you said. They're going through it, but they shouldn't be. Uh, so I can I can understand why everybody's upset. Sure enough. We'll have to get our guy Craig back on because uh, the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup. And I thought they'd only been around like three years. They said it was their sixth year of existence, which is still impressive to me to, you know, cobble up a team from unprotected players and, and the draft and however they did it. And it seemed like they made the finals a couple of years ago and got beat. Yeah. And now here they come back and win it, I guess, I don't know, maybe hockey fans want to complain because they beat an eight-seed Florida team just like Denver did, but whatever. The <laughs> championship is a championship, like you said. It's not the Golden Knights' fault that the Bruins aren't there, that you know, the eight-seed took them out. So they beat the other team that showed up from the other conference. So props to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, man. Yeah, you know, uh, hey, Vegas, baby. Vegas is becoming the, the place to be. Now it's home to Jimmy G and the Raiders. And that's right. Uh-huh. And shout out to Ben and, and Doc and all those guys. When the stars were in it, they were they were up in the box, press box covering all those stars games. I think the stars 
think they made it to the conference finals and lost to the Golden Knights, if I remember right. So, um, cool that they were getting credentialed to cover hockey. And I need to go check out an NHL game. I've been to some minor league stuff, but the NHL game, just to see that in person as opposed to on TV and really kind of see what it's like. I need to hop over and see what the Predators are doing one of these days. They're right, right down the road. Let's check that out. They say it's, it's a lot of fun. So we got schedule, we got Denver, we got Golden Knights, we got what's Big Blue Nation mad about? We got Oscar Combs stirring the pot. We got <laughs> people getting added to the roster. You know, we got 10 people on the squad now. Got the young fellow Jordan Burks and all that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's coming together. Like I say, either Cal going to be sweating and it won't work, or he's all right and it's going to work out. So I think only, we'll be fine. We can go one of two ways. So we'll come back in here next week and see, see what we can talk about, see what's going on. Look, we did a podcast every week through COVID when nothing was going on. So this little stretch between now and September – that ain't nothing, man. <laughs> we got it. We got it. There's, there'll be some stuff to talk about uh, as 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 it pops up. But hey, how'd your run go, guys? You talked about that last week. So how did the? Oh, real good. Yeah, oh, did my first in person five k. I did virtual five k's. You know, I started running during COVID, where it was just kind of run your own course. But it was a night. It was at a nice park, and uh, I had a really had a really good time. It's for uh, kids with cancer. Mm-hmm. And a uh, nice fundraiser. So it was, it was, it was good to do it in person and run. You know, I'm like, look, this is my top speed. I'm not going for speed anymore. Uh, <laughs> if I ever did, I said, this, this is what I'm going to do. And that was, it was great. Uh, was it, it three, was three miles over the 5k years? Uh, yeah. 3.1. 3.1. Wow. Okay. So I, I did it. Uh, I might do it again. Hmm. There you go. I'm going to attempt to do a, it's called a Warriors Challenge Obstacle Run. It's up at the up at Kingdom Come State Park. I'm going home this weekend. Now there's it's a run. There's some little trails. I know you got to do a little climbing. There's a little lake in that park. I'm not swimming the lake. I'm running around the lake. It's not huge. It's not, uh, I ain't I ain't swimming. That that part of the obstacle ain't happening for me. If some choose to do so, hey y'all y'all go ahead. I don't be jogging around the lake. And I might climb some stuff and do some obstacle stuff, but I'm, I'm not about to swim. But uh, me and Chandler are gonna do that, and my sister. So we go, we gonna do that, and, and well, good go stuff. And, uh, and I don't got. swim either. No, nah, man, hey, hey, I ain't swimming because my sister emailed me the registration. I said, I said swimming. She said, no, nah, they give you the option to run around the lake. I said that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm, I, I ain't about to, and it's not a huge lake, but I ain't. It don't matter. It don't matter. It could be a puddle. I ain't trying to swim the puddle for the. My dad scarred me for life. He was in the Navy, so of course he could swim. Mm-hmm. Which apparently, you know, say of course, apparently you don't need to know how to swim to be in the Navy, which surprises mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. he he did that tough love. I'm gonna teach you how to swim. It didn't mm-hmm. click, so now I you know, and I'm I'm too old to be trying to learn how to swim and everything yeah. now. Like, yeah. I'm gonna stay out the water. Mm-hmm. He just threw you in. 
threw me in, but it was repeated kind of stuff and the yelling and all that. Hey, hey, I'm good, man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, why, that's, that's why I told the wife, I said, look, watch all these Dateline. Ain't nobody going to believe that you took me to uh, the beach and I accidentally drowned because everybody knows me knows I'm not going in the water. So nice try. Kate, you're going to have to be on snapped some other kind of way. Right. <laughs> you ain't going to drown him. You to... <laughs> like, okay. did you... Did you find Jaws scary? No, Jaws don't come on land. <laughs> Jaws come walking up Main Street. Okay, I'll be scared, but right. in the water—that's that's where he lives. That's true. What? That you shouldn't have been in the water. Why are you mad at Jaws for? Absolutely. Like people mad at the uh, uh, the mating tiger. Why are you looking for a mating tiger? <laughs> Why are you looking for this? <laughs> Have you seen the thing about the the killer whales that have been attacking boats? I think so. Yeah, like apparently they've learned how to like take fishing boats out, and now <laughs> a big group of thirty of them of a this was over in the Atlantic, but now a big group of them have appeared off the coast of California. Hey, stay out of the water. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all thought free willy was a real thing. No, these killer whales got something for you. Yeah, they got a they on a like, mission. Yeah, they got they got a, this one's the leader. Hey, <laughs> they want the water. Have at it, man. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> That's what y'all get for being in the water. That's true. That's true. I can't believe this shark ate me. Where were you? <laughs> in the ocean? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but the shark more scared of you. Be that as it may, I'm not going to the shark's house. That's right. And then be in shock when the shark attacks. Come <laughs> in my house, I'm attack you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, man, another fun show. We get some guests coming in. We got some coming lined up. And yeah, yeah. some days, some weeks we have guests, some weeks we don't. It's all good, some, man. Some emails out. Hope you get some responses and all that good stuff. Uh, Michelle already tweeted out she waiting and listen waiting to listen so appreciate that as always and it'd be on YouTube and Roku and appreciate the BS3 network appreciate you TB we'll be back next week to do it all again summertime enjoy your summer has all the uh, the piles of snow melted up there yet ain't nothing no snow laying around in parking lots or nothing yeah I got changed up man the the the, the farm behind us they're not growing corn looks like to be beans of some sort. Mm. So no cornfield for me this year. It looks like it's going to be some beans. Yeah, that picture is going to be different now. You know, you <laughs> yeah. drilling out there with them cornfields. Now it's going to be it's going to, the whole scene going to look different this coming year. Right. I had, I had to really convince my 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 daughters I was not going to steal the corn and cook and cook it <laughs> because that's how I learned that there's uh, feed corn and sweet corn and feed corn is what you get the animals. Sweet corn. What I, you, I don't need this corn information. I don't if, need all this. If you eat feed corn, you get sick. It uh, just don't uh, taste good. Or? It doesn't taste good, apparently. Oh, okay. Nebraska uh -huh. is good for feed corn because their corn is not very good. See, that I do know. Mm. I'm mm -hmm. learning. Mm -hmm. That's all right. Hopefully, Tennessee ain't in Nebraska very long. Go LSU. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> man, appreciate everybody. TV, man. Y'all be safe. Be good. And we'll. Do this. I thought that was A's hat. That's what I, I meant to ask you that. And uh because look, yeah. they they are terrible, probably won't be in Oakland much longer. 
beat Atlanta a couple times. Atlanta was just up there. And <laughs> Oakland, I think they ended up, Atlanta had to win the last two to split a four-game series with Oakland. And I looked, I just happened to see a score the other last night. And Oakland is beating the TB Tampa Bay Rays, who have been unst- I said, look at Oakland just rising up, beating good teams, you know. But so I don't feel so bad now they beat the, the TB Rays last night. Moneyball 2.0, baby. <laughs> Thinking like Dave Stewart up there. Go ahead, man. <laughs> hey, the A's was cool when we was coming up, man. Yeah, they were. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, we talk about cool, cool. Ricky Henderson, who I think is – he got to be on your short list of top five baseball players all time. What mm-hmm. he was able – we ain't never going to see nothing like that again. Mm-mm. Man, do what he – I mean – Hit for power when he wants to, or if I just want to get a single and still second and third, I'll do that if I feel like it. Talking, <laughs> talking about a, having a bag, <laughs> yeah. I mean, however I want to get on base, I'm gonna get on. Yeah. And when I get on base, this is what I'm gonna do. All time walks I, leader, too. All time walks leader. I mean, yeah. so hey, him, um, what the other Dave Henderson, yeah, um, Eck. Dave Stewart just looking like he's gonna tear you to pieces on the man. Yeah, the A's was the A's was cool back then, mm-hmm. man. Uh, before McGuire and Conseco got too crazy, mm-hmm. the A's was where it was at, man. Mm-hmm. Yup. So, and you know, people if it was, if they were playing today, everybody would bash them. They they underachieved because they only won one, you know, because the Giants beat them and the Reds got them and. Who did the they Reds. beat? They beat no. Wait a minute. No, they beat the Giants. Maybe the Dodgers beat them and the Reds beat them. Yeah. Uh, old Kurt Gibson hopped up there and beat. Speaking of Eck, I, yeah. I mean, got it. Before when we were little though, before my time, Kurt Gibson was like a beast. But we just saw the tail end. We could even like barely walk. But with Detroit and all that, he was like, yeah, he was like, legit. He was a dude. Mm-hmm. So this little 80s baseball knowledge brought to you by. Oh, <laughs> right, y'all be good, man. TV's been fun as always. Yes, and sir. Play this little outro, and we'll see y'all next week. Check us out on B3 Network, Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Thank y'all for watching us. And I'll play us out when I find the button. Maybe I won't play us out. Let me just say, see y'all. Here we go. See y'all later.